Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Always good having Lincoln's Fire Chief on the radio. And this morning we have acting Lincoln Fire Chief Dave Engler. Not that much longer will you have that acting label in front of your title, if all goes well, because Mayor Gaylor Baird has nominated you to be the Fire Chief. City Council takes it up. On April 19th, the vote is expected at that time, and then you would become chief by the end of the month. So congratulations. All is expected to move forward. When that happens, Dave, and there are no indications that it won't happen, what's on your to-do list in the next couple of months, uh, starting in May? Dale, I'm going to continue to uh, just keep working on the projects that, that we've been working on since um, I took the acting position on December 1st, and, um, you know, the, the priorities of the organization don't change. Um, and, and when I took the acting position, I went into it with the intention that hopefully I'd be the candidate um, that, that continues uh, through the process. And so um, we're, we're looking at, at a couple things to accomplish by the end of the year. And, and one of the big things is, is, meeting with our um, community stakeholder group and um, we need to you know we need to meet and go over the uh, performance of our of our uh, operation the last year and uh, we've got an annual report that's coming out really soon so i want to present that to our stakeholder group and then um, talk about our strategic plan and, and what we've accomplished in that strategic plan and and uh, if there are any changes that we need to make but we have a, a great stakeholder group and, and you're a part of that stakeholder group. And uh, they just provide us with excellent information and feedback on how we're doing and, and what their vision is as uh, members of our community uh, to ensure that Lincoln Fire and Rescue is, is really meeting the goals of, of our community and uh, the people we serve. I know as a stakeholder, I was impressed and it's tough to convey accurately the standards that LFR wants to continue to meet and exceed. It's not your typical fire and rescue department for a community of 300,000 or so people. We are so above, and I'm yeah bragging a bit, we are so far above when it comes to medical statistics and firefighter statistics and response time statistics. Just to let all of our listeners know that uh, LFR has standards that uh, most of the country doesn't have. Absolutely. And you know, those standards are just critical to ensuring good outcomes. And so, so that's what, you know, that's our end result is, is if, if we're not producing good outcomes, we really don't need to exist. So we're constantly evaluating and, and um, trying to better our service to ensure that we're providing the best outcomes to uh, those who call 911. I see another item on your list is prioritizing the potential fire station facility improvements. Go into that a little bit, Dave. Well, uh, to put it bluntly, 
our our fire many of our fire stations um, that we've had for many many years, some over sixty two years, are are really getting run down. Um, they they need a lot of maintenance. They need a lot of work. So approximately, well, it'd be over a year now. Uh, we hired a, a firm um, that that did an evaluation and we're just getting those results back, but they're, they're evaluating all our older facilities. And as, as the, the community knows, we've built five new facilities recently. And so those weren't evaluated, but they've evaluated our old facilities and, and we've determined what uh, renovations we need and, and everything to really bring them up to date. Um, many of our facilities uh, aren't, don't provide for gender equality so um, what we've got is we've got a very, we've got a diverse workforce, but um, the facilities just don't meet um, the needs of a diverse workforce. So those are some things. And then there's some safety things that, that um, need to be updated. And so we're really looking at, at where we need to prioritize to, to get the best bang for our buck with the, the limited funds available. And so this is going to be an ongoing process over the years to try to to try to get them into a little bit better shape but um we're going to start with with prioritizing those so so we get the the high priority items taken care of first do you have a time frame on that i really don't because right now um i just don't know how long it's going to take to accomplish all those things and and this uh this group has actually recommended that some of the stations just be replaced. Um, that's how bad they are. We've got a couple of facilities that, that just, um, you could do, you could pour a lot of money into them and they're just old and, and, and wore out. So, um, we're going to have to take a look at a lot of different things. It's, it's, we're probably looking at a good, uh, eight year project at, at a minimum. Acting fire chief Dave Engler joining me. And to that title, Dave, you, came into that, was brought into that position as a battalion chief. So now you will become a chief. Will there be a need to replace you as a battalion chief? Yep. Um, we will We will be making a promotion for battalion chief after I uh, step into the, the full-time fire chief position. Um, our battalion chiefs serve a number of purposes, but my position was um, on Battalion 1 downtown, which the city's divided up by two battalions. And uh, I was the chief in charge of um, half of the city on on one of the shifts. So um, we manage the personnel and then we respond to emergencies and, and we're the incident commander for emergencies. So that position definitely will be replaced with, right. with uh, someone. And congratulations to Dave on uh, being one of the 24 fire leaders from across the country accepted into the 2021 Fire Service Executive Development Institute. I went online, did a little bit of study. That's rare air to be nominated for a position like that. What's involved in the year-long leadership development program? Well, the the purpose of the, um, we call it FESD for short, um, the purpose of that program really was was brought about to just give chief officers higher education to uh, put them in a position where they can successfully manage the the various uh, things that that fire chiefs have to manage today. And so 
Um, it's it's a, a great opportunity. I'm I'm thrilled to have that opportunity because, like you said, it's it's pretty rare that you get in. Um, hundreds apply for it, and then they take you know 20 to 24, and uh, it's it's actually funded through a grant. And this is the ninth year of the program. And I, I'm, I'm happy to get in because you just don't know how long that grant's going to be there and, and provide the opportunity. But um, uh, they bring in a lot of experienced um, fire chiefs that that's, um, are really good in a number of areas just to educate us on, on ways of dealing with the, the different things that fire chiefs deal with. And uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. We actually met on Zoom for the first time. The 24 of us did the other day. And it's just a great group, you know. So you, you learn from each other because everyone's got a lot of different experiences within the, within the group. But we also learn from experienced fire service leaders. So it, it's going to be an amazing opportunity. I'm excited. I mentioned earlier that Lincoln Fire and Rescue uh, sets itself far and above the bar that most fire stations have across the country. But one commonality is recruiting. The fact that it's tough bringing in new people, especially diverse people, uh, in order to train them to become firefighters and paramedics. It really is. Um, we, we strive to get the best possible candidates in our recruitment and um, one of the things we do struggle with is is having a, a diverse group of candidates apply. And if we don't have them apply, we certainly can't hire them. So we're really looking at ways to improve that diversity. And, um, and hopefully we can find something that fits. I'm not sure. We're not getting the number of applicants in general that we used to get years ago. And so I don't know if, if this type of career just isn't something that... Um, people are excited about anymore, but it's, it's such a great career. I just like to, to see people take a chance and apply with us and learn about it because it, it's an amazing career with, with just amazing rewards. And, and so um, we're hoping that we can in, improve that recruitment as well as improve on our, on our ability to get those diverse candidates that uh, reflect the community that we serve. Let me bring up a little-known fact here before we run out of time. Chief Engler's wife, Ashley, is a highly skilled member of the Lincoln Fire and Rescue Tech Rescue Team. She's the coordinator and Urban Search and Rescue Nebraska Task Force One training manager. There's a lot to both of those titles. I know this because I sat down with Ashley and firefighter and rescue instructor Brian Watasek for a conversation that you can find on LNK-TV, the city's cable government channel. So check it out at lnk.lincoln.ne.gov. What in the world do you do talk about at the dinner table? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're both in the fire business. Yeah, we, we do talk a lot about um, fire and rescue, and she's, she's incredibly passionate about um, the rescue work that she's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's so important in our growing community, um, those, those technical rescue calls don't happen very often, but when they do, there's no one else that can help us on them. And our, our people really have to be trained, um, to deal with them. And so 
she she spends a lot of time getting realistic training for for our personnel and and does a great job with it. But um, obviously, we're very both of us are very passionate about this career, and uh, so a lot of our conversations are centered around um, around the the work that we do. And and you know, I I tease people. It's not just a career. It's it's really a way of life mm-hmm. when you do it, mm-hmm. um, and that's. That's just, you know, you, you love it when you get into it. And I, I don't know, there's just not too many people that get into this career and it just doesn't become a, a passion for them. It's it's just an amazing career. Yeah. So check out that conversation I had with uh, Ashley Engler and Brian Watasek, LNKTV, lnk.lincoln.ne.gov. Dave, I'll let you go. Thank you very much for catching us up on Lincoln Fire and Rescue Business. And congratulations again on being named to that uh, Fire Service Executive Development Institute and uh, also becoming, should it happen, and there's no reason why it shouldn't, uh, Lincoln's new fire chief. Well, thank you so much, Dale. It's been a pleasure being here today and look forward to many more. (laughs) And we get to talk to Dave every month on Lincoln Live. Thank you. Have a good day, Dave. All right. Thanks. You too.